Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yeah, great to have your company. Uh, I've just seen the last text, actually, from the run home. It says, do you have a secret Valentine, Jimmy Williams? Can I declare, it's been just non-stop here at SENWA today. There's been some, you know, just random females ringing up, wondering what Jimmy's doing when he finishes work, uh, wondering if they can hook up. I wouldn't be surprised at 6 o'clock when he finishes work that there is a line outside the SENWA studios here. Pick me, pick me, pick me, they'll be saying. Uh, Great to have you on board. And if you are going out for a bit of uh, Valentine's magic tonight, have a fantastic night. Do enjoy it with your partner. And uh, it is certainly the day of love. And uh, we're going to be expressing a bit of love over the next hour. In fact, we're going to be speaking very shortly. And I'll pose this question to her. The other night we saw Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs and we saw Taylor Swift in all the glory in the corporate box with the best champagne and the best drinks and the best company and all that. I'm speaking to Elisa Healy, the captain of the Australian women's cricket team, who are in town to take on South Africa in their first ever test match between the two countries. Gets underway in what was a home of cricket and probably still is the home of cricket. The WACA ground tomorrow gets underway at 11 o'clock. Now... Her and Mitchell Stark will be married eight years in April of this year, and they've become a real dynamic sporting couple, haven't they? It was fantastic. And again, I'll bring it up in the interview and I'll chat to her in a few moments' time. When Mitchell actually, it was during one of the women's T20 matches against South Africa, and Mitchell Stark was invited as a guest on the panel. They have the three commentators there in the booth. And at the end of the match, they interviewed the Australian captain, which was Elisa Healy. So husband and wife are having a good old banter between each other, very professional, but there was a nice touch to it. And there was a bit of comedy as well in the conversation. But they are certainly two outstanding cricketers in their own right. We know what Mitchell Stark has delivered in the men's game. And we know what Elisa Healy has delivered in the women's game. After all, she made her international debut with Australia back in 2010 and only recently took over the captaincy from Meg Lanning. And we'll touch on that as well, what it was like to take over from Meg Lanning, who was such uh, highly regarded as one of the great leaders of Australian sporting teams and certainly the successes that they had under the tutelage of Meg Lanning. So Elisa Healy is going to join us in just a little while, right here on SENWA. All right, last night I witnessed uh, an enjoyable match. It really was a very enjoyable match between Australia and the West Indies here at Optus Stadium. In the end, the West Indies, as they did in the Test Series, uh, the final test, they recorded a victory, so it was a good performance for them in the Test Series. They lost the three ODI matches. They lost the first two T20 matches. And the final dead rubber match was here last night. But the word going around the ground when I arrived was that they were really pumped up to leave these shores with a victory. And they did last night, beating Australia by 37 runs. And the man that was crowned man of the match was this gentleman, Andre Russell. He pulled on a magnificent knock. 71 he scored, 29 balls, 
He hit four fours and seven sixes. Here's just a couple of highlights. That might be the plan of attack for Russell. He goes and swings again, and this time he connects even better. And that has gone deep into the crowd at the eastern end for six. Zampa bowls, full toss. Russell says, thank you very much. Six more. Yes, so in the end, he pummeled, as I mentioned, seven sixes in his 71. He was a judge man of the match, and this is what he had to say after the game, talking to Fox's Adam Gilchrist. Andre, how are you, mate? Congratulations. Uh, I guess at five for 79, it was delicately poised. It was a, a position at 2-0 down where you can really just drop your head and, and concede everything. But it looked like you, you built a really nice partnership around the passion of playing for your region. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, when it started series, not the way we wanted to start it. Um, you know, we have catch-up cricket to play. So I think we get it right tonight. And um, congrats to the boys. I think we play a total team, you know, effort, and um, I'm just happy to contribute as well. You took a nasty blow, a, a frightening blow from Spencer Johnson. The first ball you faced him, it struck you on the hand. But that then seemed to trigger you to, to uh, watch the ball a little bit more closely. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that situation? What were you thinking on the next delivery you faced? Uh, honestly, I thought, you know, it's just a wake-up call for me. Um, you know, sometimes wake up and, you know, it just made me more alert. I think the wicket was very, very good. You know, bounce was there and you know, well ball to him, but I was up for any challenge after that. That kick-started your innings, and then through the middle period, you had to take a backward back seat. It's not often Andre Russell has to take a, an observer's seat, but that was a wonderful uh, partnership and wonderful to see your batting partner, Shafane, kick in the gear and get his first 50. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, he, I, didn't, I wasn't worried about him on strike and trying to get most of the strike. He was really going, and I was just there supporting him. Um, when I get the chance to get him back on strike, I was happy to do it. So, um, you know, I'm just happy for him as well. I think this is my second T20 of century. So, um, you know, we're just happy that we're playing as a team and, um, you know, we're peaking at the right time. So congrats to Australia on the series. But I think we are happy with where we are as a team um, to be here in Australia and scoring 200 runs consistently for the last three games. Um, I think that's a plus for us and um, hope that we can just keep going. And once we get the bowling right, you know, see we, we can make a difference. Yeah, it was a combined performance, batting and bowling tonight, mate. We love seeing you guys out here. Thanks for entertaining us again and all the best in the upcoming World Cup when it turns up. Yes, and I they reckon they can be a roughie for the World Cup. After what we've seen, and you made a good point, they've scored 200 in all three T20 matches. Uh, they lost their first two by 11 runs and 34 runs. This was the biggest win of the series. They won by 37 last night. And as I mentioned, uh, they've got those power players, Andre Russell, Shafane Rutherford, uh, even the likes of Roston Chase and Rovman Powell, the captain. They've got a very good batting lineup. And when they get going, it's excitement plus. And you've got to remember that the World Cup, the T20 World Cup, we played in the United States and the Caribbean. So they'll be playing in their backyard. So have a look at the market. And I wouldn't mind putting a couple of dollars on the West Indies. I reckon they, from what we've seen here, and there seems to be on the back end of that test match win, a real unification. They seem to be up. They've had some dark times in recent times. We, we still glorify the 70s and 80s West Indies teams in the last 20 years. At times, they've been very poor. But I just sense this tour of Australia, there's been some a real galvanisation of the players and a real belief in their ability 
against Australia, who, as we know, is the number one ranked uh, test playing nation and right up there when it comes to the T20. So we wish them the best of luck. Australia's turn at bat. They were chasing 221. They failed by 37, as I mentioned, finishing at 5 for 183. Dave Warner was exceptional again last night. 81 off only 49 balls, nine fours and three sixes. And as he declared last night, if you haven't heard, has played his final game of international cricket for Australia on Australian shores. And it was right here at Optus Stadium. Uh, David, it's been a big year for you, a big summer. Obviously with the, the focus on the tests and then you withdraw from the ODIs to go over to Dubai. How did you feel coming into this series, having had that little gap and watching an Australian team play without you in it for the first time in, I reckon, a dozen years? Yeah, look, it started off quite well over here firstly, but, um, yeah, no, it was good just to, um, to have a break and, and go over to Dubai and, um, and play in the franchise stuff. And now it's good to see, um, you know, the guys play extremely well. Um, you know, I've got a, a lot of time off uh, after this next series in New Zealand to, to sort of freshen up and, and go to the IPL before we uh, embark on a uh, World Cup in the, the Caribbean. Yeah, that, you mentioned the word freshening up. Uh, is that getting away from cricket obviously you, you mentioned the cricket that is coming up but how do you get time away from the game i know that your family's very dear to you and you enjoy that re-energizes you when you're with them yeah freshening up spending time with the with the girls and looking after them i'm um, not sure if that's going to freshen me up but um it'd be great to spend some quality time with them and um yeah just uh work on you know their, their schooling and um their sport and uh just be home at my own in my own bed you set the series up beautifully for australia down in hobart the West Indies obviously did some homework and they came out with a different plan in the next two games, Adelaide and here, bowling a little bit straighter. You've been around long enough to have mountains of bowling attacks try and plan against you. How did you find that and is it a challenge that you think you need to be aware of now moving forward? No, I was actually quite surprised, to be fair, that an opening bowler who bowls 145 and swings and not trying to get me out. So that was uh, a bonus for me. But, um, yeah, look, if I'm going to try and score and hit boundaries, um, especially in big big boundaries like here in Australia, that's something you have to work on. But um, we're going to the Caribbean. The boundaries aren't too big there. So it's something I will definitely work on in the nets. But um, I'll tackle that when it comes again. And have you cast your mind forward yet to beyond the Caribbean, beyond the World T20, about what... David Warner does after that, whenever that finishes, be it the final or earlier on in the tournament? No, no, I'm well and truly done. Um, it's time for the youngsters to come through and uh, showcase their talent. And we've got extreme talent here. And you've got a lot of the guys here from Perth that are in this team at the moment. And uh, we got, uh, we're, in, we're in good stead for the future. So that we can confirm that is the last time we'll see David Warner in Australian colours on Australian soil. That's indeed, yes. Well, congratulations, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, David Warner, player of the series. And... Uh, a remarkable international career on Australian soil comes to an end. Congratulations, David. Amazing career. When you think he started as a T20 player, he was playing great cricket. Remember, he was surprisingly invited to play for New South Wales. Just plucked out of great cricket, showed his wares at New South Wales, elevated to Australian honours as a short-form player. And then he did what my co-commentator did, but, of course, a different discipline. Brad Hogg excelled in some ways in all three formats of cricket, but of course, when you look at David Warner, he's been one of the greats of all time when it comes to his opening batting and his ability to basically make runs in test matches, make runs in ODIs, and as we saw last night, make runs in T20. 81 last night, nine fours and three sixes, and we've seen the last of Dave Warner on Australian soil. He go to New Zealand, three T20s down there, a couple of test matches, 
and then he'll prepare for the World Cup uh, in the States and the uh, Caribbean. So we look forward to that. So a bit of a special honour for the people. Over 17,000 that came to Optus Stadium last night. If you were here, uh, your thoughts on it. Love to hear your uh, take on it on the text line 0487 736 736. And those sports news headlines looking back at the match last night. Thanks to Tyre Power. You can visit your local Tyre Power store today for a free tyre safety inspection. There are over 50 stores across WA. And just recapping what has been a big day in cricket, uh, it's confirmed New South Wales will host WA in the 2023-24 Marsh One Day Cup final. It'll be in Sydney. Won't be at the SCG. Uh, it's going to be one of the suburban grounds. Could be North Sydney Oval because the SCG is not available. The Blues clinched a seven-wicket DLS win over Victoria thanks to Daniel Hughes' 11th uh, List A century at his first-class century from just uh, 46 games. He made 119. Uh, Moses Henriques was unbeaten on 73, hit the winning runs with seven balls to spare. Heartbreak for the Vicks, who came into the final round on the top of the standings but were leapfrogged by both the Blues and WA, who, by the way, beat Tasmania in Hobart today pretty convincingly. And Darcy Short made a very good century at the top of the order. But Tom Rogers was the big story of the day for Victoria. He hit 196 from 142 balls. His team lost and he hit 15 fours and 15 sixes. 15 fours, 15 sixes. Tom Rogers, 196, and the Vicks got beaten. Amazing. Going back to WA, uh, it's now the three Pete Hopes are still alive and Sam Whiteman's men, as we mentioned, are into their fifth consecutive men's 50-over final. Can you believe it? Uh, it's just a great dynasty at the moment for WA cricket in all three forms of the game. Staying in WA, Wacker tomorrow, 11 o'clock the first uh, ball will be bowled. It's going to be pretty hot. We'll speak to the Australian women's captain next here on Sports Day WA for Toolmart, the complete uh, tool centre where they've been serving WA for over 45 years. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking...